Welcome to Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys and certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I help busy and overwhelmed moms, is that you? Make self-care simple by focusing on the five foundations of health and wellness so that you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Makeover. I'm so glad you are here. Today I'm sharing with you four steps to make healthy eating easier. Now, I know this is like the biggest challenge for everyone, especially if you are coming from you're eating all frozen meals or takeout to making the transition to eating healthier and cooking your own food. It can feel daunting and overwhelming and just like, Like you just don't want to do it because it's so hard. So I want to share with you the four steps that I use, that I've used in the past and I use now when I need to get back on track to make it easier because it will always feel hard, but there are ways that you can make it feel less hard and feel easier for you when you're making this transition. And I don't want the time the stress or overwhelm of it to be what's stopping you from being healthy and creating those healthy habits that you know deep inside your heart you need to start doing for the sake of yourself and your family. So we're going to start with number one, start small. You, If you listen to my Monday micro challenge episodes, you have heard me talk about this before. The easiest changes that you make The ones that are most sustainable to keep long-term are the small changes that you make every day. Where I, I see a lot of failure and I myself experience failure is when you start with, you get all motivated and excited. You you think I'm going to get healthy. This is it. This is happening the last time. And you try to make these huge changes where you just completely overhaul, like kind of think of doing a Whole30 where you eliminate all the junk food you were eating, all the processed foods. You're going to go cold turkey on everything and just create this new, these new habits. The challenge with that is you lose motivation naturally. Everyone does after a few days, a week, a few weeks. And then your brain wants to take you back to the comfort of what it used to be because you haven't created those new patterns or what you're trying is not sustainable long-term such as Whole30. And this is why I say again and again and again, and you'll never hear me stop talking about it, is start small. So one way to look at starting small is just removing something or adding something. So right now, I want you to do it today. Maybe right now, pause this and go get a piece of paper. Write down three things that would be helpful to your health if you removed them and three things that would be helpful to your health if you added them. So I'll give you some examples. For me, uh, one thing I had to remove in the very, very beginning of my health journey was soda. I had gone to diet soda, but still even, which is a good transition from regular soda to diet soda, that's a good small step. So you could do that. But then eventually in diet soda, there's still a ton of not healthy ingredients in there. So eventually for me was removing diet soda entirely or just limiting the amount. Um, Another one was removing the amount of time I was watching TV during the day or watching the news. 
Um, and another one could be removing the amount of takeout or uh, frozen dinners. I used to, in college, I used to eat lean cuisines for like, I swear, I think lunch and dinner, like when I was living not in a dorm, like every single day, like I'd wait until they're on sale and stock up and our house had like a deep freezer. So I'd put them all in the deep freezer. So I, there was space for them. And I thought that was healthy because, you know, lean cuisines, they were marketing that they were healthy and that's how you maintain and lose weight. And little did I know that those are just, they were tasty, but they were also full of crappy ingredients. And so they weren't that healthy. I wasn't getting the micronutrients that my body needed by eating those for almost every meal. So at one point in my health journey, that was something I had to remove. Now, when you're talking about what you're going to remove, again, start small. So if you're eating takeout for seven days a week, maybe just remove two days a week or even one. Like what feels doable to you? Don't go cold turkey on whatever you're trying to remove unless it's something small you're trying to remove. So if it's something big like soda too, and you're having, let's say, three cans of soda a day, which side note, it's so funny. I've been in Colorado for 10 years now and I find myself calling it soda now, but in the Midwest where I grew up in Michigan, it's called pop. So it's so funny. I never say pop anymore. Now I say soda because I've been living here so long. Anyway, um, if you're going to, if you're having three cans a day, maybe move it to two or one or choose one day where you have not like figure out what works for you as far as gradually removing these things. Now for what you're going to add, I'll give you some examples. For me, whenever I like get back to not so healthy habits or I go on vacation, the one thing I have to add back is more vegetables. So that's a common one that I suggest maybe, and same thing with the ad, you want to start small. If you go from zero vegetables a day to saying you're going to eat a vegetable at every single meal, that's going to feel very overwhelming and you probably won't last very long. So start with just one meal a day. So you're going to have one vegetable a day and then slowly increase from there because it's going to be more manageable for you, not only planning, but just for what you're used to and changing those habits. Another good add one is maybe you don't drink enough water and you want to add more water or you want to add more protein because women generally do not get nearly enough protein in their day. So it could be making sure you're getting protein at one or two meals a day. Another add one is adding movement. So if right now you're just sitting on the couch all the time and you're not getting many steps in, maybe something you want to add is a walk during the day, just around the block, something small and manageable. So these are ways that you can start very small and create these healthy habits without it feeling overwhelming and time consuming and daunting to like intimidating to get to your goals. So start small, removing or adding. And if you had a list, you wrote a list of three to remove and three to add. Don't feel like you need to do all of them at once. I say choose one thing to remove or add. Or if you're feeling like you could do both, one to remove and one to add. So that's step one, start small. Step two is plan and prep. If you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I think that's, I should have looked it up before I said that, but I think it's uh, like Theodore Roosevelt or Ben Franklin or someone, some old famous dude like that. 
created that saying, and I really like it because it's true, especially with your health. If you're not planning ahead and preparing, you're probably be prepared that it's not going to go as you want and you're not going to see the changes that you want. So how can you plan and prep and make it easier? Start by making a grocery list so you can get in and out of the store and have that meal plan for the week. And you can even choose like which days you're going to get takeout or how many nights you're going to get takeout or how many meals and create the meal plan for all the things you'll need the rest of the week. Or if that seems daunting, start with three days. So maybe you go to the grocery store twice a week and you start with you're getting food for three days at a time. And if you say you don't have time to do grocery shopping, well, you are living in the most perfect time in history, mama, because there's something called grocery pickup and delivery at, I think, every single grocery store now, where you can either place the order online, just drive your car up and they put it in your trunk, or you can pay a little more and get it delivered right to your door. And I use that a lot. I think it's great because in grocery pickup at a lot of places is free if you get a minimum amount or spend a minimum amount. And it's great because you can create the grocery list while you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, if that's one of your things you like to do in the evening. Um, Or you can do it like if you have like a trip on, you're driving somewhere and you're in the passenger seat, so you're not driving or you're on a bus or a train commute, you can do it then. There's just so many ways to use time to work for you. So if you don't feel like you have time to go to the grocery store and shop, do pick up, do delivery, have someone else do it for you. Write out your meal somewhere. So it doesn't really help if you do all this amazing grocery shopping and meal planning if you don't have a list somewhere because you'll end up happening is what happened to me when I first started doing this is at the end of the week, I'd be like, wait, what meal is for tonight? Like, what did I plan for dinner? And I can't remember. And we end up doing something random. And then there's all this food that goes bad because I had it bought it for a specific recipe that I forgot that I was planning to make. And so then all this food gets wasted. And it's kind of frustrating because you're like trying to wing it. So don't do what I did. Make sure in the beginning, make sure you write out your meal somewhere, whether that's on a whiteboard, um, on the fridge, just in a notes app on your phone, somewhere where you can know what you actually had planned out. And the last step is the prepping. So If you feel like during the week, especially you don't have a lot of time to cook, and that's one of the reasons why eating healthy is hard and you do takeout is because you don't have time to actually take the time to cut, cook all of the things, do what prepping you can ahead of time. So that could be, so example in our house, we will do, we will cook potatoes and rice and chicken. So we have that pre-cooked. For the week, and then we will also cut up vegetables like onions, peppers, asparagus, whatever vegetables we have. We'll cut those up so they're ready to go, and it saves the time of having to cut them uh, when you're ready to cook. Actually, saves a lot of time not having to cut vegetables when you're cooking during the week. And if you have specific meals that you know you can prep ahead of time, just totally prep those. So one recipe that we love, especially in the winter, is this healthy chicken pot pie recipe that is loaded with veggies. And you can actually make it ahead of time and it's good for three days in the fridge or up to three months, I think, in the freezer. So I'll usually make a double batch, one to cook for this week and freeze one for the following week. 
So it cuts down on cooking time that way. So you can like double batch meals and freeze some. You could also look up a lot of, we use our Instapot a lot and we use it to do, cause those are usually all in one pot meals. So there's less to clean and you can just throw it all in the pot and cook it. And we really like those. And it also cuts down on prep time and cooking time because you don't have to stand and like watch it cook. You can just let it do its thing and it'll beep when it's done. So look at those. If you really feel that time is an issue, look at how can you cut down time? What ways can you get creative with your meals? And this is part of the planning and prepping stage. Okay, number three step, repeat. Once you find what works for you and your family, start repeating. That is the best way to turn it into a habit. If you find a way that works, but then you start trying to do new recipes every single meal, every single week, that will not feel great because every time you do, if you've experienced this, when you create a rest, make a recipe for the first time, it takes a lot longer because you're double checking, making sure you have everything, rereading the instructions. Whereas if it's a meal that you've cooked many times before, you may not even have to reference the recipe because you've made it so many times and it just feels easier to cook. So that's why I always say repeat and don't do more than two meal, two new recipes a week to help with the overwhelm and stress of eating healthy and cooking. So repeat where you can. And this is where you can find out like what meals do you and your family love? Okay, repeat those. And maybe so an example would be for us, one of the things we like to do are frozen salmon patties from Costco. And then we'll rotate through a vegetable to go with it and a potato or rice as the, the starch. So you could do that where you find like a protein that your family really likes that's easy to make. And then you can rotate through what the vegetable is on the side, what healthy fat you're using with it. You can do things like that to mix it up, but it's still repeating, so it still feels easy. And repeat also could mean, let's say you need lunch every day, you might do different breakfasts, different dinners, but you do the same lunch every single day. Because repeating those meals, it's less brain power to think about what you're doing. And you can prep it all at once, like at the beginning of the week, and prep meals for three days or the whole, or five days, Monday through Friday. And it's less work because you're doing the same thing. Or you could do the same breakfast every day and then a different lunch, different dinner. Or there were times in my life where I have done the same breakfast and the same lunch every single day. And then dinners change because that's easy for me. And then what I feed my toddlers, they get different breakfasts. Their lunch is similar, but varies. So that way I can create, give them variety. And then for me, it's just easier to eat the same thing. And then week to week, I'll change what I'm eating. So when I'm doing my grocery list and my meal planning for the week, I'll think, what do I want for lunch? And a lot of times I'll try to give my boys what I have for lunch, but that's just an example for you. And then the last step, number four, is experiment. Everything you try will not work. You may find that your family hates green beans and this recipe you thought they were going to love, everyone hated. And you're going to have to find a new recipe. That recipe is just not going to work. Or let's say you try a new slow cooker recipe and it just didn't turn out good. And then you're like, shoot, we have to go get takeout now because it's just nasty. Like no one wants to eat it. Just know that happens. 
you're not a horrible cook. You're not a failure. It's just part of it. Like we try new recipes all the time and we decide as a family, do we like this? Do we not? We've tried some recipes and I have personally been like, that's gross. We're not making this again. But it's nothing. Some recipes are just bad. It doesn't mean that you're a bad cook. It could just be a bad recipe Um, or it just isn't your family just doesn't like it. Your taste buds don't align with that recipe An experiment as far as like planning. How does that work for you? Like, do you do better doing grocery pickup? Do you do better grocery shopping on Fridays versus Mondays or whatever day of the week? So experiment with finding out what works for you and your family, because everyone's going to be different because we all have different lives. So just because I say that I do grocery pickup and I make a list and a meal plan for seven days doesn't mean that exact thing will work for you. I encourage you to try it. And then if it doesn't work, nothing wrong with you. You just might need something different. So experiment. Look at how, like what worked, what didn't work, what can you do differently? So experiment and then evaluate how it went. And those are really the four steps you need to make healthy eating easier. If you follow those four steps, I promise you healthy eating will begin to feel so normal, so easy, like second nature to you. Now, will you always want to do it? No, it will become a habit, but it doesn't mean you always want to do it quite like working out. Uh, You may have heard me talk about it before. I don't always like working out. And just like I don't always like what inspired this episode was I shared on my stories last week how much I didn't want to do it was grocery our grocery day is Friday and how much I didn't want to meal plan, write the grocery list, do the grocery shopping, even if it was pickup. I literally wanted nothing to do with it. And that's just how it is some weeks. Like it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it because I know it's healthy for myself and my family and we need to do it because we need to eat. And it doesn't mean that something's wrong with me, just like it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. Sometimes you're just not going to feel like it, just like you probably sometimes don't feel like showering, don't feel like um, getting up in the morning or even going to sleep at night. But that doesn't mean it's not what your body needs. And it doesn't mean that's not what you should do. So this is to help you make it easier. And over time, I promise you, it'll make it easier. But I added that caveat just to know that there's nothing wrong if all of a sudden one week you're like, F this, I don't want to do this. Nothing wrong. You're normal. Okay, you're normal, mama. Recap four steps. One, start small. Two, plan and prepare. Three, repeat what works. And four, experiment And then along with experiment is evaluate. If this was helpful, I would love to know. Hearing from you helps me figure out where to take the podcast, where, what episodes to create for you. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Kristen G. Faust. I would love to hear from you and know if this resonated with you all, if this was helpful, what, uh, let me know what your biggest takeaway was from the episode. And if you are thinking this is great, but you need that extra help to get these healthy habits in order, you really want support making healthy eating easier, I offer a free one-on-one call, consult call, where we go over everything you've tried. We discuss like what your dreams are, what your goals are, and the why behind it. And then we look into 
what will work for you. I help you bridge the gap between what, where you are now, the dream of where you want to be, and how you're going to get there. And you also just get to experience what it's like working with a coach. If you've been curious and have been thinking about wanting to work with me, that is a great way to see if it's a right fit for you. So send me a DM, send me an email, and we can set that up. And I hope you have a great day.